0: While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now tune in, get ready, and enjoy the journey of emerging as a leader of exception in the 21st century.
1: Welcome everyone to the Find Your Leadership Confidence podcast. I'm your host, Vicki Nethling, coming to you from Roswell, Georgia. The goal of this podcast is to bring topics and guests that will empower you to take your business or your life to the next level. Today, I'm excited to have Shannon Russell as my guest, and let me tell you all about Shannon. So Shannon has always been a dreamer. She achieved childhood goal that never wavered and kept building upon her dream as she learned to pivot through the different phases of her life. Now she uses her experiences to help other women produce dreams of their own. Shannon grew up near the New Jersey beach in a tight knit family. Her parents taught her to work hard, live life with a smile and follow her dreams. Her grandpa especially had a profound influence on her entrepreneurial thinking. He opened his own business in retirement, a small luncheonette at their local golf course, where he shared stories and brought joy to each customer. Everyone adored him and returned his friendship, and Shannon always knew she wanted to run her business the way he did. As a young girl, she also mesmerized by what she saw on TV, I can appreciate that, and decided she wanted to build a life in the entertainment industry. When her parents surprised her with a trip to California after high school graduation, she knew she always belonged in Los Angeles. In 2016, she became a franchise owner with Snapology and grew her business into one of the top franchises in the US. On the heels of that success, Shanna decided to take her entrepreneurial spirit to even greater heights. She launched Second Act Success a business designed to help women in unresolved careers pivot toward a more suitable second act so they can produce balanced life of abundance that mission explains why she's known for the mantra produce your best life today shannon leverages her experience as a former tv producer certified career coach To help women prepare and produce their best life. Please join me in welcoming my guest, Shannon Russell, as we talk about how to take a leap into your second act. Please welcome Shannon Russell.
2: Hi, Vicki. Thank you
1: for having me. Uh, You're so welcome. You had such an extended background. So I'm going to, some of it I did not give because I'm going to ask a question um, in a few minutes that will finalize that part, but Mm -hmm. we always start with the easy question so that people can get to know, are you still in Los Angeles? Where do you live now?
2: Now I'm back in New Jersey where I grew up, um, closer to family now that I'm a mom.
1: Uh, (laughs) That's important. Yep. I always say my daughter who has my only two grandchildren, wherever she goes, I will follow. Yes. And not be far away from my kids and my grandkids. So you have a a pretty extensive background and I I did not give part of your background. And I'd love for you to share your story about really how your life changed.
2: Right. So. Um, I, like you said, I wanted to be in television working in some capacity in Hollywood since I was a very, very little girl and achieved that worked in New York city and Los Angeles as a television producer for about 16 years. And then I became a mom. And that's when everything started to change for me, my husband and I, and our six month old at the time moved back to the East coast to be closer to family. And that helped, but we were continuing to produce. Both of us are television producers and we were commuting into Manhattan and I did that for about three more years. Um, And then when I was about to have my second son, I had just this aha moment of like, this is just too much. Being a television producer, working long hours, traveling and trying to be a present mom that I really wanted to be with the kids was Really, really challenging. Yeah, And so that's when I kind of realized after I had him that I needed to figure out my next step, something outside of television, which was scary because I didn't know anything outside of television. <laughs> all of my friends, including my husband, were all in the entertainment industry. So there was a lot of soul searching and you know wanting to figure that out. But for me, there was a little bit of a sighing because my show was canceled while I was on maternity leave. And in television, you go from one show to the next and you yeah. just pick up the phone and call someone. And it's really all about who you know. Yeah. And so I could have easily done that, but I took that as a sign from above to be like, Shannon, you wanted to get out for a few years. Like, let's let's figure out what that next step is. And yeah. that's where my soul searching and and attempt to pivot started.
1: Yeah. So interesting. The. um some of the similarities between the two of us are, are very interesting. And, and I have now twice had those moments where the world just made that door open. That's, and as you said, you were thinking, I don't want to do this anymore. It's no more fun. Or my life just doesn't work with this schedule that I have and uh, to take that risk. So how scary was that for you?
2: It was very scary, especially with having two little ones. I had a three-year-old and a newborn at the time. Mm-hmm. And that was all I knew and everything I had worked for since I was probably five years old when I decided I wanted to work in television. So I didn't know anything else and I loved it. So like, that's always an important part to say, Vicki, is that I loved it. I loved what I did. It was everything I wanted to do, but I knew I didn't want, I, I actually missed my first son's first birthday being away for a shoot. And I grew up in a very close family. No one left our hometown. So I was kind of the black sheep that was leaving and doing all this <laughs> kind of crazy stuff. And I wanted to be present for the kids. And I started, so it was scary, but I started to look at it like, okay, I did it. I can check that box. I have no regrets. I accomplished this dream that very few people can say that they were able to accomplish. And so I was proud of that fact and I was ready for the next adventure. So, as scary as it was, I was excited to figure it out. Yeah. I had the support of my family. My husband was supportive and it was a lot of soul searching. And you know how emotional it is when you are. are, you know, a new young mom and you're just figuring it out. So it was. I often say I I chose several wrong paths. I, um, you know, took a nine to five job in in my little suburb thinking, oh, okay, I'm providing for the family, but it was toxic and miserable. Um, I decided to go for a master's degree thinking, oh, if I just get this master's, I'll have this job at the (laughs) end. And and that was not what I wanted Mm. to do. So I feel like I made quite a few missteps before I took the leap into entrepreneurship.
1: I, I I really don't think of them as missteps whenever you say that. Whenever I had an oppor- one of my opportunities, I had been um, working for a franchising group. And as a manager, I was having to hire people. And I often hired temps to fill in when people were vacationing. So whenever that door opened for me, I thought, you know what? I'm just gonna do this temporal to see what I like, what works, what you know because you're you're right, you don't know. and you don't realize, I think when you're in a job from nine to five or for years, all of the things that you've accumulated as skills you you think, well, this you know, I was a producer, this is what I do, but you don't think, well, to be a producer, what skills did I really have? And all of a sudden, you know, project manager, motivator. <laughs> teacher, trainer, all these things that you really, if you just take a moment to sit down and write all the things you do, you'd be sometimes I think amazed at what opportunities that you have that you never thought you really could do.
2: Yeah. And that, that's really, that's funny that you say that because for me, especially thinking that production is such a niche kind of career and industry, I was like, how can I, how can writing scripts help me? How can, producing celebrities helped me. But then when I turned inwards and started really thinking about it, I said, well, no, I, I can write marketing copy. Now I can write blogs. I can hire people. I ran budgets. I can, you know, so you, you're right. You start thinking like, okay, this can transfer. And that's, you know, that's what I work with my clients now about too, is that you really, we oftentimes women just don't give ourselves the credit of (laughs) How much we can
1: honestly do. Especially moms, you know, uh, whenever uh, a person says, well, I stopped my career to raise my kids and now, you know, I don't know what I could do because I've been a mom for so long and I'm thinking, okay, moms are the best project managers I could ever hire, you know, uh, being organized, being timely, making sure that you delegate work. (laughs) I mean, there's like no end to help. much uh, a mom actually knows how to do that, that, um, you know, you can really excel, you might come into a job at entry level, if you will. But because of those, you start to put all those natural things into play, you're going to be promoted easily because of the hard work that you put in.
2: Yes, for sure. I love that.
1: So should a person change jobs, and start a second career. And I think this last two years, we've seen a lot of this, but what are your thoughts on that? Why should they do that?
2: I think that especially when you get to, I want to say like midlife, you know, whether it's late thirties, forties, fifties, sixties, whenever really it is that you feel like, okay, I accomplished something and I'm a little bit bored. I feel like I'm in a stalemate and I need a new adventure. I need to try something new or you feel like you're just being drained and you're not the best version of yourself because maybe it's just an unhealthy workplace um if you can't find the balance for your family whatever the reasons are um i feel like that is a time to really reassess and and look for a new opportunity because you know we spend so much time working that to be working and not be fulfilled or not be happy Um, you know, you bring that home to your family, you bring that home to your partner, and you just want to be able to be that best version of yourself. And a lot of times, we choose our careers when we're 20, 21, 22. And then we're a different person in our 30s and 40s. And, you know, at that time, you kind of go, okay, well, that was great. And that fit in that in you know shannon of that time now who am i and maybe there's something else on my to-do list that i want to accomplish and try and Mm -hmm. i think it's important to at least try see what else there is out there Mm -hmm. and and you can move in a way that isn't just disrupting your whole life if you you know do your research and you plan and you think it out think a few steps ahead rather than just walking in and saying, I quit. And now I'm going to figure it out.
1: I think
2: there's <laughs> other ways that you can do it successfully. Yeah. <laughs> <and safer.
1: laughs> Less stressful, right? Yeah. The You know, when I was young, like you, I thought I wanted to be a teacher. And, but I was from a large family, so they couldn't really afford to send me to school. So I, I paid for myself to go to business school and went, Uh, and and got hired by an accounting firm. And I thought, well, that's great, because I think I want to be an accountant. That's a good career to have. (laughs) Well, after working for accountants for uh, almost, I guess, nine years, (laughs) almost 10 years, I realized, no, I really don't want to be an accountant. I don't want to do numbers all day long. I really needed some kind of creativity to be going on. So as you said, I just kept on well, let me try this, and I did a wine and spirits brokerage, which was the best, funnest job I ever had.
2: That sounds wonderful. And it
1: was a one-girl office above a uh, a like a public storage place where they had office little things, and my boss was in and out. Um, and he had all these salespeople that worked for him, and I had to do everything. I had to do payroll. I had to do uh, office manager. I had to interview, and I had to create wine list, I had to make menus. And we had all these free things that we gave away at different things. And I had to make sure I maintained all that. And, and when I first started, it was like all day long, it would take me to do my job. And then after a couple of months, it took me maybe 30, 40 minutes to do some things. And so I would exercise and <laughs> it was just the best job because it gave you so much confidence and that, oh, okay, I went from a secretary to now run in this place.
2: Yes.
1: <laughs> so yeah. I think that's what people need to realize is that don't be afraid of a challenge because it really will help you grow faster. And if you don't like it, you know, as you said, just find something else. Mm-hmm. So um, why do people, though, struggle and stay in a job that they don't like or they feel bored with or whatnot?
2: A lot of the time I find from my clients that it's that, um, you know, imposter syndrome. Who am Mm -hmm. I to switch when things, you know, when I have a paycheck coming in, which rightfully so um, you want to do it in a responsible way if you are going to change. But I think a lot of times we look to other people for that permission. Mm -hmm. And I know a lot of friends who, you know, their husbands kind of you know, make the rules and they feel like they can't go against their husbands and switch things up. And I just want to shake them because I feel like you want to be your mm-hmm. own person because we get one life to live and you don't want to wake up and go, well, I could have done that, but I, I put my fate into someone else. When you can do it in a way where, like you said, you can get that confidence. Yeah. And- And so oftentimes I will suggest that while you're working, even if you're not, you know, super happy what you're doing, take that time while you have that paycheck coming in to start planting the seeds, start researching this, you know, your next step, your second act Mm -hmm. and figure out what it is you want to do. And once you're sure, like, okay, this is the direction I want to go in you will feel more confident. You'll be able to go to your partner your best friend, whoever it is and say, this is what I'm going to do. And this is why you will have that information. You'll feel confident and you'll figure out that that is the right move for you to try it. And Mm -hmm. you know what? You can switch jobs and you can always go back because You know, you still have those skills. So you Mm -hmm. can still go back and be an accountant tomorrow if you wanted. I can go back and be a producer tomorrow if I want. So you're not completely leaving that, you know, first career, that one job forever.
1: And that's true. And I want to kind of delve into the retiree area because that's something that I'm familiar with. So in 2018, I retired and as a project lead. And so uh, just after two years of having wonderful traveling and enjoying my grandsons and, you know, doing whatever I realized, I hate not having things to do. <laughs> I'm not the poster child for the retiree. So I uh, started this business and, I was a month or two into my first time of doing my business, I got a call from my company that I used to work for to lead a project. And so I did that for a year. And um, so maintained 40 hours for that. But it was great because it got me really understanding how to be focused again in for my business as well. You know, I had to be really organized to do three different things. And I I, so I want to talk about whenever you have someone that is retired and thinking, you know, just like me, I really need to keep my brain going here and I need to do something. How do you help them?
2: Yeah, well, it's um, been a couple of different scenarios. I currently have a client who was about to retire. She got divorced and she said, you know what? I kind of like you, Vicki, like I'm not ready to just go to the golf course every day and hang mm-hmm. out. So she is launching her own business and she decided that she loves to cook. She loves to cook healthy food. She's very into wellness and, and health. And she's launching this business where she helps people get healthy, um, doing something that she loves with the way Mm -hmm. she cooks and the way she lives her life and in a healthy wellness, you know, focused way. Mm -hmm. So she is taking that on and that is her business that she's launching in her sixties and it's filling her up with so much confidence and something to look forward to every day. Mm -hmm. And she's looking ahead at like, this is going to be great. And this is going to be money that I'm going to have, you know, for decades to come. And she's just really, um, energized about it, I guess is the right word. Like yeah. where she was kind of looking at it like, Oh, to just not have a plan every day is not going to work for me. Yeah. And I have um, had clients in the past where they just wanted something that would give them purpose every day. They wanted mm-hmm. to have that, you know, easy schedule, but something that was going to fulfill them in a different way. And so volunteering is such an incredible thing. Mm-hmm. In that I know I wish I could have afford to do that more full-time myself but to be able to do that and volunteer at local museums or charities Mm -hmm. that you like or um one woman I know just goes into the local school and will read to the kids and kind of be there like help me or let me help you what do you need for me today Mm -hmm. and just knowing that she can be there and be involved and have conversations and still be very active in that way I think is great so if you're able to do it without you know making money from it, but you're still having your purpose. That's all the better.
1: Perfect. Yeah. So yes, I include volunteering also in my busy life. I don't know know how you do it all. (laughs) It it just keeps me going. Yeah. All right. So what are some tips to help someone um, know when they should make that change? You know,
2: I think it's, I don't think any of us, um, turn inwards enough to really ask ourselves Mm -hmm. what we want and if we're happy in our day-to-day. So I think to first take that time to turn inwards, whether it's Mm -hmm. journaling um, every day or just reading or being more, you know, even if it's five minutes a day of just sitting with yourself and your thoughts, Mm -hmm. you'll really get to know kind of how you feel every day. Because sometimes we're so busy that we don't really realize, you know what, this job really isn't fulfilling me or that my... Current state of my day-to-day nine to five is not working out. So when we can really listen to ourselves and, and realize, okay, something doesn't feel right here, then it's time to do that research. And really what I suggest is write down three ideas of what it is that you might want to pivot to. And it can be really extreme, like write a book or you know, travel and take photographs, whatever it might be. Write those ideas down start researching and there's so much free content you know our podcasts um, books just blogs online so you can just research and learn a little bit more about those and oftentimes you'll do that and say oh never mind that's not for me and you can cross <laughs> it off. Um, but when you narrow it down to something that really kind of lights you up and gets you yeah. excited then dive into that a little bit more and see what would those steps be
1: right. um,
2: and i think once you start doing that research and playing with that idea it becomes more real right
1: so what is it like to change a career and start to own your own business what you know what was the challenging piece what was the exciting piece and what would you do different <laughs>
2: yeah well Honestly, it was very scary. I had no idea what it was like <laughs> to own a business. And when I jumped into my Snapology franchise, i it, that's really where the part of the story that you told at the top of the show about um, you know, really relating to my grandfather's business. Yeah. I really pulled back to those memories and he's no longer here, unfortunately. But I really wish he was because I would love to chat with him because he opened yeah. his in retirement. But I realized what it was and that the business businesses that I now have are really all about relating to people and talking and really getting to know people. So that first business and launching it was really exciting because it was what Snapology is, is we teach kids some education through Lego building and robotics. So I was going out. I (laughs) I still own it. It's been seven years. Um, but it's wonderful because I get to go out and talk to other moms and, you know, work with kids. And it's just, you know, my kids have grown up with the business. So that felt really aligned with me. It wasn't like I went out and opened a, you know, janitorial business or something yeah. that was very different. It was aligned. And then, like you said, I took experience from television and was able to really grow the business, market it. Um, social media came easy to me, all of that, hiring people. I had done that and budgets mm-hmm. and all of that. So it was really exciting. And, um, really, I feel like it was the perfect thing for me. And to mention, cause you mentioned franchising as well. Snapology, Snapology is a franchise. And I found since I had no business experience, this was the best way for me to get into life yeah. as an entrepreneur because I had that support from the corporate office. Yeah. So that That's really, nice. really helped me. And then you know, in launching Second Act Success now, I'm completely on my own, but I have that experience from Snapology and was able to launch this. And um, yeah. now I have all the confidence in the world as an entrepreneur that I didn't have, you know, seven years ago, eight mm-hmm. years ago.
1: And what I I found too, that, you know, being involved with franchising as well, um, that support is necessary. And whenever I ventured in 20. 21 to have my own business. I thought, well, gosh, I have 40 years of experience in business, of uh, uh, leading projects, multi-million dollar things. I, you know, I should know what to do. And and then I realized, no. Um, all through my career, I've had mentors and people that have coached and counseled me. And then I spent two years as a Toastmaster Region Advisor, coaching and counseling people to. run their little mini districts and uh so i really decided you know what i'm gonna have coaches and and it is the best thing to have those people i would encourage everyone that to have people that can be there that have walked the walk talk the talk that that are great listeners to um, hear the challenges you have because solopreneur does not mean that you have to be um all alone
2: (laughs) it's not like
1: that song all by myself
2: (laughs) yes no and really in reaching out to like for me in the franchise world all of the other franchise owners are some of my best friends so just talking to them every day you can relate and as a solopreneur getting involved in your community with other, or just online. Now we can yeah. become friends like you and I can support yeah. each other now. And, you know, you just become friends with people that you can reach out and say, have you ever had this situation? What did you do?
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Take advantage of podcasting and to build your network, but also um, in social media, don't make it just a, a drive-by kind of <laughs> friends. Right. You know, when you f- find people that really resonate with what you do, you connect with them. And really, as you say, you can really get lifelong friends through some of those associations that you have.
2: Yeah. And just support each other. It's not about what can you do for me? It's, you know, Oh, Vicki, I have this person I really want you to meet and just connecting people. Yeah. And it makes you feel good. And it helps everyone. Yeah, the
1: referral network, right? Yes, I love it. So, it's time now for us to kind of go into the rapid fire. Things have been zooming along here. So, yeah. how is it to be a business owner of two businesses, as a podcast, and being a mom of kids? <laughs> I know the answer to this, but go ahead, share. <laughs> <laughs> Busy but amazing. It's just uh,
2: it's living life um, on my own terms, and mm-hmm. and being that example to my kids is
1: exactly the best thing, exactly. Yeah. And um, so, what have you learned from your guest stories about changing careers? You shared some things, but you know, what are some highlights?
2: Yeah, I love hearing people's stories, and I love just the braveness and someone switching from one thing to something else that's completely different. And it's really just so inspiring, and it makes me want to just I guess what I've learned is that we can all do it we all have it within us and we just have to light that spark and follow that path to whatever our second act is because you know there's so much wonder and excitement in that act um so yeah hearing other people's stories just inspires me of what am I going to do next you know like there's Mm -hmm. always more to come
1: so in in that vein as you were talking and I'm looking at your business side behind you. I'm wondering when the second act success book is coming out.
2: You know what? I'm writing it. That's so funny that you have. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I have been a writer and writing television scripts and, you know, writing screenplays and things back in the day. So I'm very excited and I actually have several different ideas for, um, different variations or different. Awesome. Different.
1: Yeah. That's, that's great. So you'll have to keep in touch with me so we can have you come back on whenever you launch that book.
2: Thank you, (laughs) yes, thank
1: you. So I think we've already covered this last question I have, but um, any other tips that you can give anyone about what you learned from launching your business and and starting from scratch?
2: I think to know that it is not an overnight success by any means, (laughs) um, that it takes quite a long time. So you want to prepare yourself, um, and get your thick skin a little bit thicker, knowing that, you know, you might not be able to pay yourself for a year or so, you know, that you're really leaving. I mean, I left a very well paying career to start a business and didn't, and all truthfulness and not pay myself for two years. So I had to make sure that I had that savings in place, the support of my husband and family in place, and just the confidence of knowing that I'm going to grow this and I'm going to grow this because I have to. Mm-hmm. And, um, really just, I think that's, what's important for people to know that you can look at people online that have all the success in the world and it didn't come overnight. So yeah. if you have that confidence, you will get there. And it just, it's a little
1: bit each day. Mm, For sure. I know in the franchising, we always say it's three to five years till you be able to get a paycheck. And, uh, and you do need to be prepared for that. So it is time now to share my screen so you all that are listening or watching can get Shannon's information so you can connect with her. So let me do that. So those that are just listening, you can go to the website, HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash second act success.co. Again, second act success.co. She is on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. You can find her using uh, searching second act success, and you should be able to find her that way. And then on LinkedIn, you can search her name, Shannon with two N's, Russell, 22, Shannon, Russell 22. I'll let Shannon talk to you a little bit about what you can find when you go to her website or on her podcasts.
2: Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. At second act really on that website is everything. I have freebies. I actually just launched a new quiz that is, is now the right time to change careers. So you can take that and get some information. Um, you can get all the ways to work with me, all the links to my podcast episodes, blogs about career advice and others that have made the change. Um, yeah, really everything is there on the website. So lots of good stuff.
1: Well it has been so great to talk to you and uh, love the topic. And again, it's so relevant. I think even again, not the, the people that are retired as I, but in these past two years or three years now of the pandemic time, there are a lot of people that had time to think about maybe another a second career and have taken the the steps, or maybe they're just at that beginning phase where they're considering, all right, uh, now's a great time for me to do something different. So again, reach out to Shannon, you have the website for that second act Mm success.co and connect with her on Facebook or LinkedIn, Instagram, so that you can begin to ask your questions and take the quiz. I I always encourage people to do that because sometimes that's a great launch pad for you to see really what the opportunities might be.
2: Yeah. And be truthful with yourself, right? Yeah, for sure.
1: For sure. You have to be, you know, um, think of, and don't, don't self-sabotage yourself, you know, Mm -hmm. do as we talked about earlier, make that list of all the things that, you know, that, you can do that you didn't even know you could do.
2: Yes, exactly.
1: <laughs> so as always I remind everyone that life is a journey and it's up to you to enjoy the ride. This is Vicky Nettling signing off.